I was also joined by Janelle Feliciano, who's an Associate Creative Director at Weber Shandwick. Thank you so much for joining us today. No problem. If you could just start off really by telling the listeners a bit about yourself and, and what you do. Um, well, I'm an Associate Creative Director at Weber Shanwick in London. Um, and that kind of just means that I look over all the kind of creative output that comes out of the agency. Um, I, you know, I'm in a, in a wider team made up of other creative directors as well. And, you know, my kind of work covers everything from consumer to pharma to, um, yeah, literally touches everything. So all the creative creativity that comes out of the agency has to go through the creative department. Um, and really, what does like a, a day-to-day look like for you? Um, you know, creative, it, it never is the same every day. Um, maybe everything kind of, that's how all our work begins, you know, brief that starts from strategy. Um, and then usually we spend around a couple hours, um, which is the exciting part of my job of just completely talking about anything that kind of comes to mind. I think that's like my favorite bit about it is that even as, um, you know, when, when you're younger and you use that part of your brain to like think about random thoughts, you know, as adults, we get to, we get to think about the most random ideas to create news and, you know, some, some point in culture. And I think that's kind of fun part about our job maybe if you can just sort of tell us by what what how do you define creativity oh that's that's a very um that's a tough question (laughs) because i get i get a lot of um i'm mentoring a lot of young they're not not even creatives yet you know because in pr everyone wears a lot of hat so you know for the longest time a, a, a PR associate is, is always, you know, they, they do everything from creative to strategy to, you know, whereas now, especially in Weber, you know, we're taking this kind of um, more specialism kind of point of view. Um, so whenever I have young people asking me about what is creativity, how can I get there? Um, it's, it's, it's a really tough question because it's whatever um, kind of comes to mind. It's, uh, almost like a way of expressing yourself through your thoughts and ideas. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about what we think is going to be good and what's going to actually answer the brief. And I think that's the difference between kind of being an artist and being a creative artist um, and then, you know, applying creativity for communications, which is, I think, um, you know, they're similar because I did go to art school. So, you know, I've, I've been able to apply creativity in both ways. But when it comes to communications, creativity is um, about answering a problem. It's about answering a problem and finding the best solutions in the most compelling and insightful way. And I think for PR, it's really important that's about being culturally um, uh, aware as well. I think that if you can apply your creativity to to culture, that's the best way, I think, to solve the problems that we need to solve. And that sort of leads me on really to my next question in the sense that um, you mentioned there that you've got a sort of history with um, with the arts. Um, do, do you, would you consider yourself to be a sort of born creative or do you think it's something that people can learn or something that people can, you know, pick up as they go along? I think a lot of people think that, and it really sucks, I really don't like this when when account people come in and they tell me oh you know I'm not I'm not creative so here's just a, here's just a thought um, but I'm not creative and that's and it's funny because I think what I've learned over the past 10 years now is 
is that creativity has become this muscle, you know, that I have worked on every single day for how long, right? Um, and when I first started out, you know, I would love to do a thing where we maybe showcase all the creative directors' first books because unless you are an amazing creative, like, and I think everyone's first book is really bad. Like, I look at my first book and I am embarrassed. I don't even want to show anyone, but I love actually showing my book to um, juniors that are just starting out and go, you know what? Like, I didn't start out with loads of awards you know it was it was through mentorship it was through um other people in the industry that like lifted me up and said you know you can do it and instilling that in you because creativity is really hard it's um it's it's opinion based you know and some days you totally get it and then other days you don't and and I think also, you know, there's that art of like kind of being able to articulate yourself and your ideas in the right way. Um, that's part of that kind of creativity and comms um, package that we have. And, and how do you sort of then create a more um, create a more creative environment within your office space? I try and make creativity uh, like democratize creativity. Um, I think. A lot of, especially, you know, I've, I've been in advertising and social and digital. I've, I've worked through all the different types of um, genres of communication. And I noticed that there is a big, especially in advertising, there's a big divide, you know, between creative department and all the other departments. And then sometimes creativity gets put on this pedestal, um, which means a lot of people feel like they aren't allowed to be in there or they're not allowed to stay in idea or they're not allowed to disagree with a creative director personally i really enjoy um making sure that creativity is an option for everyone and that my team especially that they feel that they can um, come to me with an idea and not feel shamed you know and it's about seeing the potential and everything that everyone has to say because even though that idea may not be right but what they say might spark something that I can then you know turn into something else and I think just appreciating that um, is one way to really foster creativity if someone someone can literally say something really random um, you know I've had this so many times when we were in a pitch and someone said a throwaway comment and I like clinged onto that comment and it triggers you know a whole different different idea that they didn't say at all they didn't mean to say but just like allowing people to um feel like they can express themselves and just be themselves that's one thing i've really noticed as well as like if you want to foster creativity you have to allow people to be really authentic because authenticity is where creativity comes from it's just about letting each other be really authentic and then eventually get to something really good and, and sort of within the PR process and the PR world, how how have you found creativity sort of uh, manifest itself within within your your process, your, like your day to day life? Um, is is PR very different? You say you've worked in other forms as well. Is PR very different to other other worlds? Um, PR has, I think, cre- the creative role is a new role for PR. Uh, like I was saying earlier, PR, traditionally, you guys wear loads of hats, you know, and that's very impressive because to be able to do, you know, be, be a one man band and do creative and strategy and account handling um, is, is amazing. Um, so I think it's, it's quite a relatively new discipline. 
creative. Um, I think because of that, it means that we can like rewrite the rules. We're, we're rewriting, you know, it's, it's not about having hierarchy. It's not about saying I'm right and you're wrong. It's about um, having a bit of, of freedom to, to work together to get the best idea. Um, and I think that's really great. That's that's awesome for PR. <laughs> In terms of the year gone by, um, how's it been for you and, and sort of what's been a kind of landmark in it and, and any particular um, piece of creativity that you've seen that has, uh, has really stuck in your mind in 2019? My, I mean, my own personal work, um, I would say that this year, though, personally has been a year of kind of watching diversity um, and that's kind of what I've been focusing on, on, on this, because I've noticed, you know, that is obviously one of the big words, big trends that's going on in our industry. Um, and I personally, that's the kind of thing with my work with like the BME pros, um, and kind of mentoring. That's kind of my, um, 2019, my wrapping up of this decade is kind of instilling all the, you know, the positivity that people have given me and kind of giving a step up. Um, so when it comes to the work, I've, I've been looking through the work in that kind of lens. Um, and I think one of my favorite pieces, I don't think it's actually from this year, maybe it's from last year, but but I really like, I still think it's one of my favorite things is the, the Dove piece that Golan did. And I think that's a great sign when you are really jealous of someone's work <laughs> because you're like, man, I wish I, I did that. And it's it's the piece that Golan did with Dove about um, they worked with Getty and they found out that when they when you look at Getty, you know, photos and imagery, it just doesn't represent um, the kind of women that are out there. It doesn't have a diverse um, bank of, of images. And I think, especially when you're working in this industry, um, you know, putting your decks together and putting those mood boards together are so important, right? Because I, I always make sure when I put a mood board together or a deck or a presentation, I try and make the images I choose as diverse as possible. Like, Because I think that's that's the beginning, right? That's the very beginning of, a, of an idea. And when the clients see it, I want to show them that, you know, it's not about shoving in a, you know, shoving in some, <laughs> an Asian person because it's 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 the right thing to do because testing says so or, you know, culture says so. It's, it's about starting from the very beginning. So, when I saw that idea from Golan, I was just like, man, we, you know, that is, that's a hundred percent what's needed and what's right. And it extends beyond just um, Getty itself and Dove itself. And like, it's part of culture. And I think it's, it's so on trend and it's so right to, to do. And that makes me extremely happy and jealous. <laughs> so mm. good on them. <laughs> and lastly, you sort of touched there on, um, on sort of diversity um, being obviously a key issue the minute where do you see then um 2020 going for the uh, public relations sector and and specifically uh, your role in creativity i think diversity has has really made strides in the past maybe like three years or so right you know with um elizabeth leading on bme pr pros she recently did a um a big kind of exhibition and you know we i've seen a lot of work coming out of like creative equals that are you know pushing all these initiatives and i think for pr you know we it was really interesting actually coming into PR and seeing that, oh, the tables are turned, you know, like 
there's there's women in PR or it's in advertising. I was like, there's there's no women in ad- or there's barely any women advertising. Um, but I think the one thing I would like to see now that creativity, like I was saying, you know, we're writing, re- we're rewriting the rules on creative in PR. So what I would actually like to see more of is that um, I'm still seeing that a lot of creative roles tend to be filled by men and in um and pr um and i know there's a million reasons why you know it's you know maybe the talent pool is not there and all these kind of things um but i think that's why i normally you know you if you saw me like five years ago i would have been like I, I don't want to put myself out there and, you know, I'm not the kind of like person to give my opinion, but, you know, I'm here now because I realized that when I look at the creative field and as I've gone higher and higher in my roles, um, there's a lack of diversity when it comes to, you know, being ethnic, ethnically diverse, or if it's about, you know, females and creativity, like there's certain things that PR, we can rewrite the rules, right? This is an exciting time. We're going to rewrite the rules of creative in PR, um, but we need to do it in the way that is reflective in what's what you guys have done really well already in PR, you know, looking at that kind of gender split. Um, and I think there's, there's, there's more work to be done there. And I'm really hoping that this next decade is actually... Um, you know, we, we've laid we've laid some ground rules. You know, we've we've kind of made our mark at the end of this decade. And I'm thinking, if we go into the next one, now we can really start applying um, what, what we've learned, and you know, pulling more people up and showing that there is um, that there is a chance to be more diverse. Because we we now have so many voices out here, and I've met so many people because of initiatives like the BME PR Pros that we are out here, and it's about putting us now into the places so that we can be more visible and we can actually make a bit of change when we're there. Janelle, thank you very much for joining us. You're welcome. That was Arthur Perkins talking creativity.